Let's get it. 229-630-7615 Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week Have you been denied disability, social security, or custodianship of your children? Call Antonio Williams He has the knowledge and experience to fight the government on your behalf Let him represent you That's Antonio Williams, your non-legal attorney consultant a Pastor June Murder Mysteries by Reverend Lee M. Sapp. Christian fiction for grown folks. The novel series revolves around the day-to-day -day life of June Harris, pastor of St. Mark Church and former homicide detective. The series exposes the realistic joys and challenges of her life as a pastor and her relationships with family, friends, and community and how they all intertwine with her gift for solving murder mysteries. Ministry is what she loves. Solving murder is what she does. Just in time accessories. We have the bling and everything in between. Tayama Copeland is your independent paparazzi consultant. Everything is only $5. You can catch Tayama on Facebook Live at Tayama Copeland. Or you can find her at www.justintimeaccessories. Just in time accessories. We have the bling. And everything in between. Check it out. Just in time accessories. 
We have the blame and everything in between. Tayama Copeland is your independent paparazzi consultant. Everything is only $5. You can catch Tayama on Facebook Live at Tayama Copeland. Or you can find her at W. Get in here, get in here, get in here, get in here. What are you waiting for? Call one, call two, call them all. Call your mama, daddy, niece, nephew, brother, sister, boyfriend, husband, flavor for the week. Get in here. Boy, do we have an awesome show for you guys tonight. A great show. If you're new to the channel, definitely, definitely hit that subscribe button. It costs you absolutely nothing to subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It's free. Subscribe. And when you subscribe, also click that like button, which is the thumbs up. Click that like button. And definitely comment below. And most importantly, share. Sharing is caring. So share this video with your friends and family so they too can come over here and find out what's going on and all the craziness on the Anthony Brown Show. And if you comment below, we will show your comments on the screen, read them, and respond accordingly. Let's get right back down, let's just down to business. Let's get it, get it, get it. I'm joined tonight by none other than my brother. You know, it's like when, when the fellas be on here by themselves, things get accomplished. And as the old saying goes, one monkey don't stop no show. So we're joined tonight by none other than my brother, Mr. Shardy Duwap. Fashionista, ladies love him, girls adore him, none other than my right-hand man, Mr. Legacy the Great. Hold on. Well, ATL in the hole. <laughs> Poor thing. I don't know what this camera just won't for some reason. I can't get it. There we go. There he we is. Bitch. There he is. That's, that's what the helpers want to see. What? That's what the helpers want to see. <laughs> what good with you, bro? What's going on? Man, I'm exhausted. When I tell you this, the first three days back on the jizz off. Like, like my mama say, you we ain't no spring chickens no more. That, that has nothing to do with being a spring chicken or a French chicken or autumn chicken or summer chicken. What it has to do with was people moved me into a new department and ran over me. Today, definitely. I'm talking about hard. Well, they could have moved you into a new department when you was in your 20s and it wouldn't have, wouldn't have affected you. Yes, so, it would. But it, so it would because if I don't know the material or the stuff that, that the dude who supposed to been doing supposed to be my trainer, he left and went on vacation. Mm. So in that department was nobody but just me today. Mm -hmm. So everything was just like on me. And it was a lot of stuff that I didn't know what to do because I was only two days of training. And 
the stuff that he did teach me I was able to, to do that, but the rest, it was hell. And I'm a type of person that I like to know my job. You understand what I'm saying? I like I don't like really having to keep going to people, asking them for help, because they doing other shit too. Right. But it's it's just crazy. That's what I that's what I dealt with today. Yes, um, Wednesday and Thursday was pretty, you know. Now Wednesday and Thursday, I will say, was all about not being a spring cause the stuff that I was doing. But I'm talking about them thighs were hurting. I had to use um, what's the um, biofreeze on my thigh. Okay. Yeah, I felt the birthday change. Yeah, I did. Wow. I did. So what's been going on with you? Not a whole lot. Just still trying to make a dollar and fifteen cent, trying to build and build and rebuild. I just ordered um the finger not the fingerprint, the um the passport photo kit. It should be in here um on the seventh, I believe. So I'll be able to do passport photos. Um so that that's you know, like I say I got to study Bill. Oh, I, I might need your mechanical. Um, I ordered a table. Mm -hmm. The electric table that goes up and down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's coming. It should be here on the 9th. So, but, but it has to be put together. You know, I'm not mechanically inclined. I, you know, if I'm around, I got you to help you do the best that I can. Okay. If, then, I mean, if, if it don't, we got the mechanic, Jeanette. <laughs> first, day, look, first Darren said he could do it. Then I sent him the link. And he's like, oh, no, I don't know if I could do this one. This one got electronics involved. <laughs> so he's he checking out. Hey. I want to share something with everybody. Every month is observing something. Last month was May, which was um, National Masturbation Month. So that was that was May. Well, now that was May. May. Yes, May. Everybody right has doing a ski, ski, getting a ski on. So now June is National Pride Month. So. All you in the LGBT community, or friends and family, or family members that's uh, supporters of their family members and their friends, you know, it's our it's the National Pride Month for for Pride. But another thing I wanted to show, I found this on the uh, Instagram, and um, this is a, a warning to you women: please, please don't do this to us. Don't do this to the men. This is called trickery. Lord. How do your real look look like this on the left? You meet them in the club like that on the right with the blonde hair. But when they wake up, they wake up to that on the left. You damn near about to, get, you about to get killed. See, that's the thing I'm talking about right now. That's it. Because, see, men who are straight heterosexual men, 
don't walk around putting makeup on their face. You may have some that, you know, get a little razor, uh, arch their eyebrows or something. Right. But that, you know, but and keep their nails and stuff done, ain't nothing wrong with that. But if men were allowed to do more to enhance their looks than get a haircut and put on some decent clothes, that still doesn't change the facial features of that person. True. So here it is, this man done, done, done. You, you, you in the club, like you say, women seeing this man look like he the most handsomest man in this in this piece. And then all of a sudden, this man takes you home. Takes you home, and he pop out his eyeball. Then he take out his, his whole grill piece. Take his or, hair off. Take his or, hair off. Or, or take his hair off. Because they can do that nowadays. If, if a man, if a woman woke up to a man looking entirely different than what he was when she got home, she, the, the law would figure out a way for them to be able to claim rape. The law will figure out a way because they were the thing about impersonating someone and all that type of stuff. They'll find a way to make it a misdemeanor. Oh, you you can't you know this who she came home with and then you know now you looking like this. This woman didn't give this person right here consent to sleep with her. Right. But you know, you know, women. I mean, let's just be honest. Tony, man, you do it a lot. We go places and just be chilling, or we out to eat or something. We or we with Tayama somewhere, and, and and we we. How many women we don't see, we don't see flew away from just their eyelids alone? Over eighty percent. I'm talking about genuinely, generally, just take off and and say they don't need their car right now. They're going to fly onto the house because they got them eyelashes or big ass wings. Yes, eyelashes bigger than their damn fingers. And, and I, you know, for me, I don't understand. It's okay to enhance your beauty, but that right there is plum trickery. That's an alien and a woman. <laughs> but which one is a woman? Probably the alien, because that's who that's who that person naturally is. Right. But that's 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 crazy to me. That's a whole different person, bro. Definitely. That's a whole different person. That's true. And and the thing about it, the sad part is that women do it so frequently, and they do it daily. But for me, my thing is, mo I think most women are beautiful without makeup. Most. 
if you if you could attract a man without makeup on and for you outside in some sweats so or you going to the grocery store you got on a bonnet and something that a man is still attracted to you without you enhancing your beauty then i don't me personally i don't see why women go through that because what they don't understand is the the makeup the foundation the, all this other stuff also breaks your your skin down over time it makes it to where you can't even live without it that wasn't a makeup artist that was a makeup magician yeah that was a whole magician right now <laughs> somebody found that lady out the street and told her they know how to do magic wow but you know <laughs> Tony, you grew up. Did your did your moms wear a lot of makeup growing up? Only she was um, eyeliner, a little eyeliner, a little mascara, and lipstick. So no base, no uh, foundation. Only when she went out to like an elegant dinner, you know, she, she did it up. But for the most right. part. For the most part, if she was just going, let's say, to a movie, um, just to put on some lipstick, some mascara, and call it a day. But I mean, but that's why I say by doing it so much, people forget what their actual face look like. I've seen pictures of like movie stars and stuff who done been, you know, Beyonce, Rihanna, all white people that you know that are famous and stuff. And they look entirely different than what they what they really look like compared to what they look like in regular without makeup on. True. And this is how you know the world went to shit with the makeup thing. They realize that most women don't want to get up every morning and put makeup on. But they went so far to say, you know what? We're going to give them a filter on their phone that if they want to FaceTime, if they want to uh, YouTube, whatever they want to do, it's a filter that can enhance a woman's beauty. That's how, that's how far it's gone. So that's you, you can tell how sick society really has gotten because it's most so women don't even most women don't even want to leave the house without putting on makeup. True, that that's true. I mean, it's so bad to the point where she even changed skin tones because she even two different skin tones. Yes, she don't went from from Burmese black to high yellow. Mm -hmm. And but the crazy thing is. I don't know how niggas would fall for that. If you lived in the same neighborhood, the same community as this woman, you not you know that's Toe Felicia. You you just saw you just saw Toe Felicia at nine o'clock before she got dressed to go to the club, and now Toe Felicia is in the club at twelve, and you and you held her.
So a lot of the time, Negroes be wanting the trickery. It's so, it's so bad to the point where I remember one time when I was working at um, a, a local retail store that I've had cashiers that changed their face, the colors, the hair color, the hairstyle. Sometimes I don't even know who the cashier is from day to day. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, excuse me, are you new? What's your name? I'm trying to check the schedule. She's like, Anthony, you just spoke to me yesterday. You don't know me. No, Tofelicia, I don't. Like you spoke yesterday, girl, you got red hair. Well, yesterday I had green. Let me ask a question. I don't know, because I mean, on this for women, what makes a woman feel like getting turquoise in her hair, shivery blue, Smurf blue? All um, uh, midnight bright yellow. What makes people think that, oh, girl, if I get this, I'm gonna become the chosen one? See, that's it. See, it, it's what makes them do it is, like you said, if they could go into to a local retail store with just some sweatpants and a t shirt on and a bonnet and still. Have a being trying to hollow, that means you're naturally beautiful. Right. So all, all that is not required. Maybe, maybe, like you said, maybe just a little lip gloss or a little eyeliner, you know, whatever to enhance. But you're you're naturally beautiful if you're still able to pull a guy. But see, right. that extra, the clown makeup is because she's trying to pull a particular type of guy. Right. You know, but don't you yeah. realize you're gonna have to take that off? Yeah, but by the end, she, you know, she does she does sold him on something, you know, whether it's because the for example, the type of guy she might be looking for might be Junebug or Pookie, who don't want to work, who all man they want to sit at home all day with a PlayStation, beat your back in, and have you feed her. You leave him home playing, you know, playing your kids' game while you go to work all day at Walmart or you know CVS. But come on and feed him. See if that's the type of nigga she's looking for. She has to put on all that clown makeup, and even though she got to take it off, he's okay with it because I ain't got to work. And I'm gonna eat lobster, lobster and shrimp. I'm sitting up at the AC all day, fucking other holes in her house while she at work. That's what she wants. So he put up. So he so he put up with the transformation. So as long as she looked like that when they step out, yes. he good. Mm -hmm. So let me let me ask you let me ask you which is worse: a person being able to transform their face, or a person able to tuck away three hundred pounds and come in the club. Like all the weight is in the back of her ass and flat stomach. Which one you think is worse? Both. Which one is worse? 
process of transformation. Thank you. So, I would, I would, I would, for me, I would definitely say I'm going to have to go at the body. I'm going to have to go at the body because yes, a woman's face can be pretty and it can draw us as men to the woman. But what draws a man's attention to most women is body. So if you caught my eye with the shape of your body, how it moves, how you move with it, and, and for the, let's say, three dates, you've been this bim, 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 bim. And then that time come for us to get naked. Now, I done been talking to the fellas, talking about how fine you is. I'm talking about they've been, they've been, the, they, I'm, I'm, listen, boy, I'm finna have fun with this. And then she decided to come to your house to let you have it. And when you get it, she reveals that she two more people. The reason I say, the reason I say that the, the transformation is the worst is because the body, your face is who I'm getting. Right? You know, and some men are not the body. Some men are the face. Because I remember working at, well, again, Walmart, and we had this Asian chick work there who was beautiful from the neck up. And dudes was drooling over her daily about how pretty and how fine she is. But their fine was referring to her neck up. Because mama had no body. She was flat, no ass, no breasts. Mm -hmm. When she knew how to dress, she carried herself like a lady. But from the face, I'm sorry, from the neck up, she was this transform she was transformed. But she but but hers was she wasn't ugly. So when she right. transformed, she just overly enhanced what was already there because she was beautiful without it. But she overly enhanced it and became even more beautiful. So when with what her, though? She became more beautiful with what? Her face. Because that's all that's all she was selling. Because she could she had nobody. It's almost it's almost like that saying that people say that a, a man will have sex with anything. That's what women like to say. And if the woman is fine. She don't have to have a pretty, pretty face. It could be okay, but she fine. Niggas right. will still deal with her. And if she's pretty in the face, neck up, she ain't gotta have a good body. Yeah. Yep, I guess you say you saw it. Daily. And then you gotta also realize if 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 who is getting at her is African Americans, men. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's mostly a fetish. It's mostly a fetish of I want to see what it is to sleep with an oriental woman. Right. And I thought that too. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it has nothing so much to do with oh she was just so beautiful and radiant that it drew them to them. She they, Once black men know that you date outside your race, 
a fulfillment of being able to accomplish a goal that, of something that they've always wanted to do come. True. So, she, of course, she didn't have to be fine. They already know most Asian women don't have a body. Most Asian women don't have a body. But, uh, huh? And she truly did not. But she has a pleasant demeanor. She has a pretty face. And she definitely date outside of her race. So, she she, she what? Swallow. She, she was telling the men that she swallowed? Yeah. What she swallow? Sure. Like three, four thousand children? At once. Wow. You she was home. You want me to go find out for you? No. Because your your paws are like, damn. I, I, I'm just, had? I'm just, if you barely <laughs> ever, you know. That's something that we don't really hear or see that much of of Asian women being so upfront and flamboyant about stuff like that. Yeah, she was definitely a little freak. I mean, even in the even in the porn industry, you don't see too many of them. Not 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 dealing with Americans. You may see if I'm pretty sure they got porn in in Asia or somewhere like that, but. You don't really see it too much with them type of women in it, but hey, you you see what type? So you see what she did? She drew the attention to her by giving the fantasy of if you're lucky enough, I'll drink your milk. Mm -hmm. How many people do you know wouldn't be trying to see if she can drink milk? Or, or their milk. Yeah, definitely their milk. But you can definitely, I mean, even let's look at, let's look at, let's look at overly overweight white women. Who do you think um, be so attracted to overly overweight white women? If I know the what original woman there is no way i would think that's her if she has if i see her later that day tony have you ever seen somebody and you've been around them so much that you know they walk they body shape even how they talk uh -huh. So that is your way. That's why I said she was around the way, girl, Kamal. Somebody that you know and see on the regular. She ain't going to change her walk that much that you don't know that that's ununique. You, you, just, you, just, you just want that lady. That's all. Okay. But anyway, but, we got to move on. I just hold on. Mind. Go ahead, Tom. I was gonna say, yeah, we gotta move on, but you know, we're in 30 minutes on this topic. But yeah, men, be careful. When you see them like looking like that, that Barbie right there with, with you know, all glammed up, you might want to say, Can I see a picture of you without all that? 
Listen, you better start doing it, period. You want to see childhood pictures. You want to see the transformation from this person to this person to how you got to be this person. That's true. That's true. Also, um, recently, um, shout out goes out to um, DC Fly and his family. He, uh, him, he had married Jackie O, which was one of the um, Wild and Out girls. Um, and they had three kids between the, the two of them. And um, she recently passed away, allegedly through complications of um, cosmetic surgery, because she's, you know, she's had, you know, her boobs done, her breasts done, you know, this and that. And so she was constantly going, laying on the table to enhance her overall. Um, well, who I don't know, because he had already married. Just so that means he, he liked what he had. But um, as a, as an effect of um, going back and forth, back and forth, cosmetic surgery, getting this done, getting this enhanced, this cut up, this you know, um, she's no longer with us. So Miss Jackie, you um, like I said, they they share three children with the co-star mm -hmm. DC Young Fly. So prayers goes out to him and his family. Doing so um, Yes, definitely praise goes out to his family. His children, their children. Hold on. He said, I like that women. That just the that Vaseline and some lipstick. Oh yeah. This is my thing. Let's not let's not overlook. Yes, there is there was a loss, but truth be told. There are women that die from these complications on the daily. Mm -hmm. And nobody talks about it. Um, because cosmetic surgery has become the new instant, the new instant diet. It has become the new instant diet. And Most of the time, these people tell you about the risk. Mm -hmm. um, my question on it is, as yes, as a man, every man loves to see a woman looking and feeling at her best, especially if that person is there. But not at the risk from what I've seen out here, y'all casual daters just happy they ain't got no come on y'all just happy that ain't no man I, I guess I okay yeah I feel you so my thing is with these risks that are being that are that are told upon you. What do you think make women make these type of decisions, knowing that they got children, knowing that they got a significant other? Do do you look at yourself and weigh the options of 
leaving your kids, your husband, your mom, dad, sisters, and brothers for 15 minutes of fame? They just want to enhance, enhance their appearance for, for their liking. So, again, you would be putting everybody else to the side to risk dying fame. Because mm -hmm. I guarantee you right now with, with what she's been through Now you come. Hold on, Tony. Tony. Yeah. Hello. Oh, yeah. I'm on my show now. Tony. Yeah. Can you hear me? I said, yeah. Hold on one second. Hello. Naya, I'm on my show. Nutrition is the key to a healthy, strong body. Therefore, we need to take control of our health. My passion comes from my adversities, and now I'm empowering people to gain control of their health by introducing healthy snacks for life, which is filled with non-toxic high-quality substances derived from nature. It was designed to stop the human consumption of eating unnatural sugars so they can maintain a healthy lifestyle while snacking. Healthy Snacks for Life is diabetic-friendly, filled with vitamins, minerals, beta-carotene, proteins, fats, and more. It's a balanced alkaline mix that's crunchy, delicious, and nutritious. It's also affordable, combined with nutritional factors that our bodies need. So do it for yourselves, do it for your children and families, and do it for others. Try Healthy Snacks for Life. Today, you will not regret it. Healthy snacks from my friend. Yep. That was your niece calling. But what I'm saying is, Tony, how do you weigh the option of, like I've been saying, before she, if she had another chance right then and there today to go through with this procedure, we know what the, we know what her decision would be. But my question is this. What's wrong with taking the time to put in the work to get what it is that you want? Because their mindset is it takes too long. 
It ain't take long to die, though. And, and no disrespect to you, Mr. Fly. I, I, I've liked you from the first time I've seen you on, on TikTok and YouTube and stuff. But we as men, we have to start talking to our significant other to, to reassure them that that person is still beautiful to us. Because, I mean, of course you're not going to look the same at 37 as you did at 27. Most people don't. But if you don't want to get to a weight that you don't like looking at yourself and enjoying looking at yourself, then there are signs to let you know that you're gaining weight. First, your pant size go up. Your panty size get a little bigger. These things are telltale signs that you're gaining weight. But see, it's cosmetic surgery with these girls here. They're not just doing, they're not just getting liposuction and getting the fat taken out. You know, they're getting lips enhancement. They're getting Brazilian butt lifts. They're getting um, breast breast enhancement. They're getting, um, you know, tummy tucks. They, 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 you know, they're getting um, fat, fat reassignment, moving fat from one part of the body to another part of the body. Um, so they're not just losing weight. They're enhancing parts of their bodies. To, to, right. Because you know, if they're in her, let's say, for example, she's in her 30s. Well, they have a lot of girls that's 19 and 18, so she got to keep up with them. And that's, and that's, his, and people, people love to say that, oh, a woman is doing this because she, she, she's doing it because she wants, she wants to have self-love for herself. The vast majority of women, like you say, these wilding out chicks are 19, 25, 23, and, and that's your competition. But instead of going ahead and bow out gracefully, you don't had your moment of fame. You don't made some checks, and you end up marrying a dude from money. the same show that, that got money. So who so don't say that you ain't you doing these enhancements because you unhappy with yourself. Because you're still drawing men with the body that you got. Mm -hmm. Men ain't stop being attracted to you. Their problem is we're you're in competition with a 17-year-old. You in competition with the 19, the 25, the 28-year-old woman. Mm -hmm. That's that's not your competition. Your competition is the 33-year-old woman. But I, I don't know why you're in a competition anymore when you're supposed to be happy because you're married. You won the prize. Ain't no more reason for you to go to the goddamn fair. You won the biggest teddy bear in the fair. Okay. You got a ring. You don't, you, you don't got on you don't got on the goddamn all the rides and you happen to get the biggest teddy bear at the fair. You married your husband. Mm-hmm. And 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 most doctors 
because they're trying to cut a five thousand, seven thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand dollar check. No, certain people don't need to have these things done until they're cleared by doctors. The doctor, dude, the physician who's doing it has called, had a meeting with the doctor to 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 discuss health issues. But because money weighs more than life now. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. But we've had this discussion before, Tony. If men walked into these places and started saying, I want a 15-inch penis, and women start walking, or or that man's woman is used to being with him at, at, ten, at, at, at six, but he come home and your woman done told you, baby, I'm satisfied with what you got. I'm happy. You, you please me. But in his mind, he say, fuck that. I got the money. It ain't going to hurt us. I'm going to put these 15 inches on. Now he come home. Who has to deal with that? She does. Now she don't want to be in a relationship no more because in her mind, she hasn't set herself up to deal with that. And she told you that she was satisfied and happy with what you was bringing to the table. So you just overlooked her opinion and you just overlooked her feelings and went and did this. And that be the same thing that women do to men. They have somebody that's happy with them. But they can't stand the person in the mirror. So now you don't went and took this man as as his wife. You have taken and shattered and cut up this man's heart. You don't you don't disrupted your children's life. They no longer have a mama. True. Because you didn't love yourself enough to know that you were beautiful inside and out. DC Young Fly didn't tell you, girl, you need to have a goddamn um, BBL surgery before we get married. He married you as you was. He fell in love with that chick on, on Wild and Out. Right. He, he, what y'all, what thing they had two kids together? Yeah, three. Three biological kids together. Uh -huh. he, he, so she done had three biological kids with him. He loved her enough to keep having sex with her and marry her, even though her body changed a little bit. So don't you think that's somewhat selfish? True. She was thinking about herself. You left three beautiful kids. So I'm trying to figure out who was you trying to be more sexy for? Was that for your husband who probably told you he was fine? 
I could look for my what? I couldn't I couldn't look at my kids family or wife family in the face if I allowed my wife to go under the cosmetic knife and it went bad. Come on. Oh, hold on. Good evening. Good evening. Pastor. Pastor Reagan, thank you. You got to call Tyrone. Bro, I done called you three times a day, Pastor Ron, and I ain't got no call back from you. But this is what I'm saying. If if Tony, let's say somebody needed a surgery, they needed to lose this weight because of health issues. Yeah. You need a, a you need to have a um gastric bypass surgery to relieve some of the stress from the weight on your heart. That is a life threatening. Not only is it necessary, it's done to save your life. But if you're saying, I just want to do this because I just want to look better in my clothes, then what's wrong with working out? Like I said, they feel that it takes too long because they're, they're in the career. So my career meant more than my children, my husband, my mama, my daddy, my aunties and uncles, and everybody that's been to mourn, even her little fans and things, are going to hurt behind this. Mm -hmm. But as I'm asking, when do we wake up as a race of people, when do we race, wake up as women and say, this ain't worth it no more? Because we're leaving our kids, we're abandoning our kids. Guarantee her, her children needed her. Yep. And as they say, ain't no, ain't no woman gonna love you like your mama. True. So how long had they been married? Um, a couple of years. So you were about thirty to twenty nine. When y'all got married, I I just want to know who you still was in competition with, sweetie. That you felt that you know you needed to do this, and it also could be that she done probably had this surgery done before. Yep, but I didn't want to spend that much time on 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 her. Let's move on. Cody, Cody Walker, the brother of Paul Walker, is paying homage towards his brother by naming his newborn son after him. So his newborn son name is Paul. That was very nice of him. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that paying homage to your brother. Nothing wrong with it. True that, true that, true that. Um, let me see. I find a video instead of a picture of BTO. What you looking at, nigga? Why? Oh, I'm sorry. What? Oh my god. What you looking at, nigga? Why? Oh, I'm sorry. What? Oh my god. 
What you looking at, nigger? Why? Oh, I'm sorry. What? Oh my god. What you looking at, nigger? Why? Oh, I'm sorry. What? Oh my god. White teacher confronts black male student as he's coming out of the hallway and naturally just says, what you looking at, nigger? And catches himself and realizes that, oh shit, I'm at work. And tries to apologize, but it was too late because it's already caught, captured on video. And the school district just transfers him to another school. Hmm. I just recently said Tuesday. When have you ever been in a thrift store? When have you ever been um, Goodwill or something like that? And ever walked upon and seen a retired Ku Klux Klan's uniform, neo-Nazi skinhead? Or when have you ever went in these places and seen them? Never. They still wearing them. They in their closet. They it's in their closet, and they put on teachers' uniforms. They put on judges' uniforms. They put on lawyers, doctors. I mean, they're there. And sometimes, you know, when people reveal who they really are, the people that's in power are also those same people that look at those things as, oh, that's nothing. They say nigger all the time. Now, let's put the shoe on the other foot. Could you imagine that man being a black teacher and saying, fuck you looking at Crackle? He would have been fired that day. Yes. The, 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 the principal would have fired him. The board of the, the superintendent would have called him and, and, and let him know he was refired. And the board of education would have all called him on a three-way call connection and let him know that you're triple fired. Don't even file an appeal. We got it on camera. Matter of fact, you can't even get another job in the state. Right. And you're probably going to lose your teacher's certification and your degree is to shit. I mean, my thing is, I'm. this is what I always say, Tony. Where are our leaders? Where are our civil leaders that stand up and, and, and let it be known that we're not blowing this shit under them? It just seems like the only time we find out about civil leaders or civil movements is when a white officer kill a black man. You mean to tell me this is the only time y'all come out and fight for civil liberties? Thank you. That's the only time somebody, a white man that's in a blue uniform got to kill the, the, they died the same time Tyrone, they died the same time that Malcolm X died, Huey P. Newton, Fred Hammond, Megan Everett, Martin Luther King, and many more that are not talked about that died in those civil rights movement. The NAACP right now should have had a lawyer 
who has a branch in damn near every state in the United States of America should have had a lawyer, an attorney, somebody down there to make sure that that man did not get shipped off to another job. And if the union, if he's a teacher, most teachers have union dues. Why? Is, I guarantee he's still a part of the union. Yeah. And see, a lot of schools, especially, especially, they be so afraid of standing on something. Like this is the great, this is the great moment to stand on. The reason you are no longer employed. Going to get your union rep. Going to get your goddamn um, lawyer, and we'll take this to court. But you are now fired indefinitely until somebody hired in the board of education and the superintendent can reinstate you. So don't look for no being suspended with pay. You're terminated till somebody else over us reinstates you. But guess what? They have paid off so many of our black activist that we don't have nobody fighting for you. If you're not willing to and Tony, you know I say this all the time. If you're not willing to stand up, fight and die for your own cause, please don't look for nobody else to stand up and do it because it ain't going to happen. That's true. It's not going to happen. On another note, check this out. I found a video showing the worst cities to live in in Florida. I live in West Palm Beach. Let's see if West Palm or River Beach, any of my surrounding cities. Tamarin, Lake Worth, Lake, you know, Lake Park. Let's see, let's see if, if they see make it. Let's see if they made it to the list. Check this out. The worst cities to live in Florida in 2023. At number 10, you have Tallahassee with a total population of 197,000 residents, yet they have an overall crime rate twice as high as both the state and national average. At number nine is Gainesville, where they have a population of 133,000 residents, yet they have an overall crime rate 98% higher than the national average. And the chances of you being a victim of a violent crime while visiting or living there are 1 in 91. At number eight is Daytona Beach, with a total population of 68,000 residents, yet they have both a violent and property crime rate three times higher than the national average. At number seven is Miami Beach, and they have a total population of 89,000 residents, yet they have a violent crime rate 176% higher than the rest of the state. At number six is Cocoa, Florida, where they have a population of just 19,000 residents, but they have one of the highest violent and property crime rates in Florida. And the chances of you being a victim of a property crime while living there are one in 19. At number five is Riviera Beach, where they have a population of 36,000 residents, yet they have a violent crime rate 196% higher than the national average. And the chances of you being a victim of a violent crime while living or visiting there are 1 in 84. At number four is Homestead, where they have a population of 69,000 residents, yet they have a violent crime rate four times higher than the national average. And the chances of you being a victim of a violent crime while living there are 1 in 76. And number three is Opelika, with a population of just 16,000 residents, yet they have a shocking poverty rate of 44%, which leads to an overall crime rate of 225% higher than the rest of the state. And number two is Lake City, with a population of just 13,000 residents, they have an overall crime rate four times higher than the rest of the state. And the chances of you being a victim of a property crime while living there are 1 in 12, but the chances of you being a victim of a violent crime while living or visiting there are 1 in 45. 
At number one, you have Florida City, Florida, with a population of just 12,000 residents, yet they have an overall crime rate five times higher than the rest of the state. And the chances of you being a victim of a violent crime while living or visiting there are one in 34. River Beach made the list. Well, they were like three, three or four. They're, I think there was like either four or five. I was. Well, I know they're cleaning up a lot down there in Tamron Way. I haven't been hurt hearing a lot of violent stuff coming from that way lately, but I didn't think Rivera Beach was going to be because, I mean, it's definitely they're they doing their thing. In a bad way. Yes, they made it. They made the dean's list in a bad way. But the crazy thing, Florida, Florida City, Florida, is the smallest city with the least amount of people. So everything that's there is damn near violent or dead. Where's, I never even heard of Florida City, Florida. Where's where's that located? It's 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 a rural. It's like a rural city. It's a small rural little town. Where? In Florida. North Florida, Tallahassee, South Florida, Miami. Where? Do us a favor, Tony. Let's ask Google where is it, cause I don't know. That's the answer. I don't know. Okay. This story is a continuation story from last week. It was um, um, Tina Turner. Now everybody know Tina Turner. She died at age 83 recently. Um, the Tina Turner estate was worth $250 million and her second husband, Erwin Bach, will inherit around $125 million, while the remaining will be split between her in-laws Bach and Turner was married 10 years when Tina was 73 years old. She married Erwin. She deemed her one true husband. She was no longer claiming Ike as a true husband because of all the violence and everything. So that was a one true husband and even relinquished her American citizenship. So she was no longer a citizenship of America, although she still had the rights to, to visit. When Tina had undergone a kidney transplant, I couldn't get all of it on him, but it was it was with a kidney that he donated. So he donated one of his kidneys to her to, to live. So, so that's the, the latest on Tina Turner. And um, her, her lineage. Ooh. <coughs> well, you know, I'm, I really don't have much to say on this one. I mean, we talked about it last weekend. Again, sorry for the loss of Miss Turner. She was definitely a great superstar. But I mean, even the even I mean the husband did right by as far as we know from what we hear. 
and right. he was entitled to half of the estate of what she of what she um she got the kids or family members got the trying to get this thing on thing got got the remaining yeah got the remaining money i mean who who griping about free money hello okay they're gonna give me one million and a, and a coupon for a happy meal all that fine one million i would be happy with one million you'd be happy with five hundred thousand ten dollars ten dollars the ten dollars i had before like you said who, 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 who could be complaining about free money the amount doesn't matter it's free if somebody didn't have yesterday that's true that's true gotta be thankful she didn't have, she didn't have to leave me the 10 but i'll take the ten dollars and the coupon <laughs> the coupon where the coupon going it could be it could be um mcdonald's or red robin red robin mm -hmm. you know <laughs> But check this out. There was an article in the, um, a video you had sent me. I, could, I couldn't play the video because of copyright. But the video was a mother got mad at the father. So as a result, she gave the baby away in, in an adoption. The father, who's the biological father, has been fighting for years to get custody of his child because right now the child is in the custody of the adopted now this mother this mother and father is in tampa the the, the, the adoption agency adopted to a, a, a family in orlando so right now the child is five so from birth to five um I, the child has been away so now and they used to have visitation then because of COVID, then they start having um, Zoom visitations. But for whatever reason, recently that has stopped. Then he had to prove that he, they said that rumor that he had gave up his uh, parental rights or his parental rights had been taken. He proved that that was false. Then um, they said that they had to prove that he was actually the biological father. He did the DNA. You know, Dana don't lie. They came back showing that he's 99.99999% the father. You are the father. You are the mother father. You are, you are baby daddy. Okay. So proving that he, he did not give up his rights. He's proving that he's a he's he's a hard worker because he's an employee of the city and he's been with the city forever. He done raised a child of his own that's 26 years old, who also wants to help him with this child. His sister, who also wants to help him with this child, he has a room in his house already set up for this child. What's 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 going to be the problem? Well, a lot of underhanded stuff has went on. We talk about this about women's rights. <laughs> the way that it's set up, it seems like you went so far to say that.
Hold on. So they they women rights. Okay, boom. Women have the right to decide if they're gonna have an abortion. Well, they did. And women have the right to decide if they're gonna keep a child. Uh -huh. Okay. So now here you is, you have a man who wanted his child. Even though you didn't want the child anymore, some kind of way you sneakily went and did this adoption. Because if you're doing it legally, they ask you, how does the father feel about the adoption? Is the father in the child's life? If the father is around before that child can be adopted, the father's supposed to sign these documents that say that they're not gonna, he's not gonna contest the adoption. He's not coming back looking to have time with the child. Him and the mother, they, you know, we made a one night stand, da da da. da. We just going on with our life. But there are documents that have to be signed by this man giving up his parental rights to the child. And what I think the cover-up is, is somebody's trying to help cover up the adoption agencies for making a frivolous adoption because they know that this man, first of all, you already done, done already gave your rights when you, you already let him visit the child. Why wouldn't you have this man blood test done to prove that he was the biological father then? That was your time to really stand up and say, I'm a, this is what we're going to do. But you don't do it because you know that's the dad. That's why you're allowing that child to see that man. You know that the woman that introduced this man to these parents and to the adoption agency as the dad. And the sad part is the child can only call him on video, Mr. So-and-so, not dad. Well, a lot of times when you give up your child for adoption, you give up the right to be called mom or dad. But he didn't. As far as we know that he didn't. And he's proven it. But I don't understand. This is why I say that the courts are hiding something because that should have been the main thing that the courts was looking at was where is the documentation of the father signing over his right? And that he wasn't gonna contest to the court. See, because what is let me tell you a lot of time what the courts do, they look at you and they look at what you bring in, what how much money they think you can make, how much money, what type of energy you can bring. If you don't look like a father or a mother that that that's well off that can contest and appeal and all this type of stuff, they they blackball you in the court system because they know eventually you're gonna give up. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, with the DNA test proving that he's the biological dad, now the only thing he needs to do is basically go in front of a superior court judge and tell the judge he won't custody of his child because he never gave away his parental rights, nor did he sign off on an adoption. He might need to hire a legal legacy. Well, if he needs to hire a legal legacy, he wants to hire a pit bull. Then all you gotta do is reach out to me at 229-63 and a zero. Hit that seven, that six, that one, and that five. 
guarantee I'll bark at you and get on their ass. Cause this this is cut and dry, and you going you gonna find out that behind all of that mess, somebody somebody put up some false documents. And when you got friends in high places, they just string it out, string it out. You eventually give up. But like right now, I'll be shooting this to the to the Supreme Court in the state of Florida. Somebody gotta hear this. Right. Why isn't the news covered? I'm talking about mainstream news. True. That is so sad. I mean, I was almost in tears just watching the story. I was like, wow. That gotta be a hurtful thing. Hit me up if you need my, my guidance. I'm here for you. Okay. Damn. Um, there was a video that we had showed on last week's show, but um you was late so you didn't get to see it. So I saved it just just for you. Um, check this out. It's about some um, unknown black history. This is why I single out black Americans. Here are a few stories that have been left out of the history books. Anthony Crawford. Mr. Crawford owned a 427-acre cotton farm in South Carolina and supported himself by selling the cotton, melons, syrup, and more produced by his land. Mr. Crawford's wife and 13 children all lived on his land with their spouses. He also built a school for black people. Mr. Crawford was lynched for cursing at white supremacists on his land, and his family was ordered to leave their 427-acre farm. Okoe, Florida In Okoe, there was a time when black freedmen owned a total of 330 acres plus 48 city lots. Black ownership and a refusal to follow white rules led to a violent election day attack on the black community in 1920. The land lost by black families, not including buildings, has been accessed by millions. Vero Beach, Florida the Epsi family lost their generational wealth in 1942 when the U.S. government seized their land through eminent domain to build an airfield. The Epsis lost 147 acres of land, including a 30-acre fruit grove, two houses, and 40 lots. The land would be acquired by the Navy, the city of Vero Beach, and the L.A. Dodgers team, all while ignoring the family's plea to buy back their taken land. The last official owners of the land sold the property for $10 million in the 2000s. Jasper County, Mississippi. When black people prospered with their land, white supremacists deliberately torched the courthouse containing black property records and deeds. The Massonite Corporation was eventually granted a title to 9,500 acres of land which has yielded millions of dollars in wood, timber, gas, and at least 850,000 barrels of oil have been pumped from the land. Remember stories like these the next time a white supremacist or a person who came here after slavery to capitalize off of the American dream tells us to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps or that there's equal opportunity for everyone. There was never any such thing for us, but black Americans always found a way. Just because stories like these aren't in history books doesn't mean these things didn't exist or happened. Black American freedmen stand up. Wow. Like I say, people, I mean, Tulsa, Oklahoma, other small towns in Georgia, Alabama, that's underwater that was flooded. Flooded because black people were. You're welcome. You're welcome. And and it's it's many more times that we really don't get the chance to talk about and stuff that black people thrive. 
And you don't think that even today, if these rich black folks were to get together and say we're gonna we're gonna purchase three hundred acres of land or three thousand acres of land and build our own cities and communities, build our own banks and doctors and I mean hospitals and stuff. Do you think? I mean, seriously, I don't give a damn if it is twenty twenty three. Do you think that that shit would still fly? Them folks will burn that shit down to the ground, especially when you go to saying that you don't want any federal financial backing from the state in this. So that means you're going to remove our money system because white, white power. Yeah. Yes. You, you don't need us anymore. So the same way that they took gas canisters and flew over Tulsa, Oklahoma, and dropped them on Black Wall Street. And to be honest, there's about four or five Black Wall Streets that's not ever been across the United States. And they burn them down. Because, see, we don't own planes. We don't own crop duster machines and, and able to fly in airspace so low to drop this type of shit on houses. So why don't we own any black printing machines? I mean, printing business where we can put together our own history books about our great black accomplishments from women, men, kids to where we can leave our legacy. Why do we always have to go through their well, we'll old cases? There's, there's a black printing, there's Johnson Publishing, which is um the owners of um Ebony and Jet magazine. Yes, but they're guaranteed their guidelines is by because I don't see them challenging issues with their books. They got a guideline that somebody tell them this is what you can write and this is what you can't write. Because I, I love Jet and Ebony, definitely Jet with them. With the model of the month. The beauty of the and, week. Yeah, the week, whatever. And you don't read, hold on. Black Wall Street was attacked by air, by U.S. military plane. Kamal, I mean, I understand you saying that, but if you go back and read the actual Black Wall Street, they'll tell you that those planes that flew over them were crop duster planes. Single engine crop duster planes. It who 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 had time to fly to a military base to fly a plane over there from the military base? The incident happened so fast about the white woman making false allegations about a black boy whistled at her inside of an elevator that the white townsmen from both two local towns came over, and that's how that riot started. But the, the whole intention for the riot was what they needed to actually destroy Black Wall Street. That's They've been wanting to do it. They just needed a justification to do it. And that was their unjust justification of doing that. But it's plenty of cities that's done endured that. But, and you may talk about, Tony, all this black publishing and these few places. We have more millionaires and billionaires today in history uh -huh. than we ever had in any time in history. 
Why don't these people with all this money invest to build the black economy? Because they know they have signed secret documents behind closed doors saying that they will not enhance or pull up or help certain people pull up themselves by the bootstrap with the money that they allowed them to make. That's why Kanye went through so much hell from being two years before one of the first black billionaire rappers to after that y'all trying to steal and take money from the man like he this the same man that was just making y'all billions of dollars a year how does he owe you anything or owe the government when y'all already taking this money that is how they break black people down they they break black people down by threatening to remove their financial status Oh my gosh, we got to go back to eating Roman noodles. <laughs> That's something that black people who have who believe they have arrived and because of their uh, monetary and materialism, that's something that they can't see themselves giving up to stand up and do something that will enhance the future of black history. Because it don't take nothing for you to create you. You're a multi-billion. It don't take you that. It don't take you nothing to create you a uh, black newspaper. It don't take you that much to create um, a, a, a um, publishing place. But they're not gonna allow you to do it because new media is governed. The news is governed. The go they have to send out something to the, the people over at the Pentagon who handles certain things with the president dealing with media and news thing. It's certain things that they just not going to allow you to talk about in the media. That's why it's something called local media, local news. Then there's something called world news. Anything that make it the world news was was okay. By somebody. By somebody that knows somebody that said that's the shit that can come on and this. The, and the thing is, a lot of people don't want to understand that Donald Trump started exposing this shit by telling people, oh, we got fake news out here. We got fake news out here. Them people ain't want you, Donald Trump, saying no shit like that. It's fake news out here. Mm -hmm. Well, let's move on. The last thing that I have um, that um, was sent to me was that women are divorcing men at a higher rate now and without a reason. So just getting divorced, taking off the ring, and just simply because you're not happy or or no reason. Well, I mean, let's look at some of the incentives of of getting a divorce. Alimony, because the children, I mean, because the courts 
make it to where whoever is the breadwinner, but most of the time it's the man, it's the man. He has to keep the if that woman has been living a certain lifestyle for five, ten years, you at least gonna at least give it get a shot at, you know, up the upkeep of this woman's um lifestyle for a few years. Um child support. Women are given custody of their children 96% of the time in a divorce. And even though the courts say that they have to make a decision. Well, what's the reason? Uh, elaborate, elaborate, Tyrone. But the courts give the mom, the, the children, 90-some percent of the time, saying that it's in the best interest of the child that the child is raised by the mom. But there have been so many studies that have shown that children who are raised by their father alone are less likely to go to jail or prison than it is for the percentage of a woman raising her children on their own. Because 80% 60 to 80 percent of the young boys who are raised in single family household by a mom, their child either ventures off into jail or prison 80 percent of the time. Wow. So if the father is the breadwinner, meaning that he's the one that's able to pay for everything, keep everything on track. If the father would be more stable. So instead of giving the child or the children to the dad who has the finances, and has the love for the children and wants the, the best, the same as the mom, why would you take the children and give them to the mom and then make the daddy take the money out of his pocket to pay the mom for keeping the children with them when he's saying, hey, hey, I'll keep my own kids. I don't have no problem with taking care of my children. So the incentive of being able to get pregnant have a baby and not even get married, you at least feel the draw out of his pocket a little bit because you can get child support to the child 18. True. Or if the child go to school and further their education. 24. Yep, 24. Mm -hmm. So what what incentive is it to be married? What incentive is it for men? Because the only people that, that ends up winning in a divorce when married is women. And then if you do find a man who wins in a divorce and his wife has to pay him alimony or pay him child support or whatever, the the female world, the feminists think that the man done something wrong because he played by the same rules that the woman played and got what she would have got if she would have won. True that. Let, I mean, let's be real. You think that Dr. Dre White deserved $100 million in a divorce, but could have got $500 million if he hadn't had a prenup? So you mean to tell me that even a prenup wouldn't stop a judge from giving this woman Money when she signed a prenup saying that she walks away with nothing. Guarantee if it would have been the other way around and that man would have signed that prenup, his dad would have walked away with nothing. 
They would have honored it. They would have honored. I don't give a damn. It was thirty-seven years back. They would have honored it because that's your John Henry Hancock. And you said you wanted nothing if y'all was the lead. And Anthony Brown notarized it. And Anthony Brown notarized it, and I witnessed it. Okay. So there is there is no incentives for want to stay married. I mean, excuse me. There is no incentives. There, there are no. If you start telling women, you're not gonna just be able to come into this courthouse and file a documentation of you want to be divorced just because you no longer like that individual. See, because you said sickness and health, good or bad, to death do you part. Now, if you come in with documentations that you don't been physically assaulted and abused on numerous occasions by this man, we can give you this divorce. But because you feel like you have fell out of love with this person, because you want to do something else now, you want to be able to go off into the court. But let the court start saying, we'll honor your divorce. But if the man is the breadwinner, the children stay with him. We'll honor your divorce, uh, but you just irreconcilable differences. Okay, we'll honor that. So we're not gonna let you take half of this man's estate that he's done built over the years with his business and companies and stuff. So we're not gonna do you that. We're gonna give you a parting gift of about hundred thousand, but that should be enough for you to get because it's not his obligation to keep your lifestyle up while you date. And do all other things up under the home that he provided for y'all. True that. The car that the you got y'all had five cars. The court decided to give you the family car, a sports car, and a truck, and and took one house in the Hamptons and one house in, in Palm Beach County and gave it to you, and you and also sixty million dollars to go with it. What? Why would I want to stay married if I could go do that? It's not right. But I guarantee you, start saying that without no proof of anything, you can still get a divorce, but you have no access to this man's financial money and watch how many women stay in marriages. Watch how many women learn to fall back in love with their significant other. Take it back to old school. Yep. And the crazy thing is from the late 50s to the mid early 90s, there was no race on the planet that got married more and stayed in longer relationships than black people. But now black women are the leading women race of women who get divorces in the United States of America. 66.7% of the time. That's black people, ain't black women. I ain't talking about as a whole with the 80%, but black women file for divorce 66.6% .6 of the time to separate. Just, just to get your, get, get your um, percentage. Huh? Just to get the man money. Well, is that all we got tonight? That's all I have. Well, with that being said, we're going to go on and get up out of here. And I got a long day tomorrow, too. I also start on my number two. 
I'm a little part time in the morning, go through training. So I'm going to give me some rest for that. But also, you know, um, for our sisters that weren't able to make it tonight, we appreciate. We know normally if y'all weren't that busy, y'all something important came of y'all couldn't make it. So we love both of you, um, Cake, Tayama. We appreciate y'all. You know, we filled in for y'all tonight. Uh, we would have loved y'all to pin on it because I know I would have got more of a fight if either of those two was here. But we want to start off with the man that makes it possible for us to be out here outside of, you know, God did him that gives us this platform to be on to be able to do our thing. Uh, my brother, love you with all my heart, big bro. I appreciate you always there for me when I need you. And I know sometimes I call you pain, but that's only because you give it to me all the time. But I love you. AB, let them know. Yes, my name is Anthony Brown. You can find me on all social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube under Anthony Brown or The Anthony Brown Show. Also follow my Facebook page is Anthony the Writer. So definitely follow that page as well. I appreciate it so much because that page is growing. Um, for business purposes only, please call me 561-768-3710. Um, my notary business is growing, doing um, the notary, doing loan, loan processing, doing Apple Steels, doing right now, like I said, I just ordered the, the uh, passport photo machine, so I'll be doing passport photos as well. So I'm, I'm adding, I'm building, the empire is growing. Um, God is still in the blessing business and he can do all things but fail. So, um, Okay, got to grind until I shine. Y'all know who it is, your boy Legacy the Great. Appreciate you guys for taking the time coming out and watch us do our thing with nothing without you guys. Uh, Kamal, Mr. Reagan, we appreciate you definitely chiming in more. We appreciate we know more people are watching, but we appreciate it more people, you know, leave comments and things like that because it creates algorithms and things like that. So when other contents come up, it allowed people to see our show and what we got to say on different things. Um, but you can reach out to me on Facebook up on our Dream Williams, YouTube, um, Legacy the Great. My email account is legacyunlocked at mail.com. My cell phone number for business purposes only is 229-630-7615. Um, for the legal business, need any help with legal advice. Even though I'm a non-legal consultant, I always give the best advice that I possibly can based off of what I would do. Um, you can hit me up at 561-907-9129. And y'all know what I say. ATL! Champion, must I say it again? The best in this rap game, and I continue to win. Feel my nerves in the death. 
and makes me sneeze. Like your funny rap cat, about to make me squeeze. Bring your whole crew, nigga, I'ma swallow that. So when it pops off, ASC is on a holler back. It's 28 grams, nigga. I've been running this shit. So anything in front of me, you can fuck around and get hit. I follow you, rap cat, so you niggas my son, and I'm the truth. Wow. I'm the motherfucking cat, yeah. I'm the cat, yeah. I'm the. I'm the champ, yeah. I'm the, I'm the champ, yeah. I'm the. Still rep the A&T, but I carry my throne. Yeah, I bless this child that they hold it home. And I am that child, as you niggas can see. Cause like another rapper out here better than me. And this goes to anybody trying to steal my spot. I'm number one in the shit, so number one you die. So when you can't scream, y'all is the best. I laugh, like really? You can't really know the half. You do the math. And that's yourself who really great. Then add it up and watch the equal up to 28. Look at the end, yeah, no, who really did done? I'm overall, I think you niggas fight for number one. See, I put that on my life, put that on my son. Gotta stay the best of people, leak and trade love. And my throne, I'm the key. You can put that on my heart, and I'm the God. Cause I'm the motherfucker. Yeah.